0: Yo, what's going on, you guys? What's up? It's me, it's your buddy, it's your boy, it's your pal, us that good friend of yours, John Omelo, back at it again with another episode of the Cry Baby Sleep Podcast. As always, thank you guys all so much for uh coming around and uh checking out this content from the bottom of my heart. Thank you guys all so much, and hope you guys enjoy the episode. See you guys in a bit. Peace. <laughs> So it's been quite a long time since I've sat down and have made any sort of video content whatsoever, any podcast, anything of this nature. So I, I just wanted to have a poke at this thing as best I could. And I saw some folks discussing the story on a social media and I thought it was pretty interesting. It has my, it has like my points of flair in it. it has the things that I like discussing and making inroads about. So I, I just wanted to just, just add a bit of a criticism here and to make some inroads and hopefully bring the lights and some of the different aspects of the subject that may reflect with you guys. and. Maybe there's some blind spots that I, I haven't been able to see or whatever. And uh, hopefully we can have a pretty interesting discussion about it. But with that being said, that preamble out of the way, let's consider this a, a trigger warning for the topic at hand. So if you are disturbed by topics of like a far-right racism, racial vilification, and the story also involves aboriginal, aboriginal people here in Australia. So if any of those sorts of things or topics that you you would rather just not even have the burner on to stay away from, th- this, is, this is just a con. Content advisory for the the story heading forward but let's go ahead let's jump let's jump into it federal government urged to do more on a right-wing extremism after a Western Australia attack and this is posted about a a day ago on ABC ABC net au and uh, oh yeah this 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 guy here he's been making quite the splash on uh, social media. I continue to see him across my timeline incessantly. Yeah, it's one heck of a Photoshop job here. Hey, but that's not what we're here for. That's not that's not what we're we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about the Western Australia police forces use Photoshop here. I'm not even sure if it's Photoshop, To be honest with you, it's probably GIMP. But that's not the, that's not trying to make any disrespect to the people who use GIMP or whatever. I'm just saying is it's like it's literally just Jesus Christ like what is this but we're not here to talk about any of that stuff that's enough jokes about that this is just I find him a cop so I'd rather just laugh to just get away from just how harrowing this entire thing is but let's go ahead let's move on the federal government is facing accusations it has long la- it has failed to do enough to curb right-wing extremism after a man with a swastika sticker painted on his forehead allegedly attacked an aboriginal woman with a makeshift flamethrower uh western australian police alleged a man of approached the woman while she was with her teenage daughter on the way to the shops in Perth suburb on Saturday evening. They alleged he yelled uh, racial obscenities at the woman before trying to burn her by using a can of deodorant and a lighter as a makeshift flamethrower. The racially motivated attack of a First Nations woman is another instance of a disconcerting trend in right-wing extremism and white supremacy in Australia, said Linda Burney, a federal labor spokeswoman for Indigenous Australia. And this is a quote from her. We cannot brush this aside or be complacent. Home affairs Minister Peter Dutton has dubbed the reports of the incident as disturbing, but his comments have failed to appease the opposition's concerns. Yeah, I wonder I wonder why they're disturbing. Yeah. yeah um pretty disturbed by this whole deal but that's just yeah i can i can understand why nobody's really taking that at, at face value peter Dutton, It's it's this is pretty easy this this person right this man hunted down uh, a, a mom and her daughter with a can of you know deodorant like aerosol deodorant aerosol and the lighter tried to set them on fire he was literally a few millimeters of cloth away from succeeding and the only thing that you could say is like disturbing it's just sounds a bit middling. It just sounds like it's just not the full foot. It's not all the way down on the pedal when it comes to discussing this. So I can understand while the opposition is doing this this appeal by you. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really buying this. And this is him on Facebook. The actions of this individual as reported are disgraceful and have no place in our society. He said on Facebook uh, while sharing a post from the uh, WA police force. Federal Greens First Nations spokeswoman Lydia Thorpe said in a statement, at that politicians of all parties needed to send a clear message that racism is unacceptable. Then here's a quote. When politicians and prominent public figures spend years encouraging and amplifying the politics of hate, the inevitable outcome is, she said, and I just, you know, I, I totally agree with Lydia Thorpe here. It's not, it's like these two statements are night and day. It just is just too easy to just point at one and point at the other and be, and then just tell someone the skeleton of the story and just be, well, which one do you think is really going to, really wants to do something? something about this. The guy who's disturbing. Nah, man, like a Netflix series is disturbing. Freaking, you know, Friday the 13th is disturbing. This is not, this is, this is just a lot more than, than all of that and the good majority of what you're trying to let on for this to be. But, you know, I don't want, I don't want to go on a a riff about it, but I totally agree with Lydia Thorpe here. The local federal MP, Labors Matt Keog told Parliament on Wednesday that he was revolted by the incident. And then here's a quote, it's not okay for this cowardly Atrocious and unprovoked attack to occur in my community. It's not okay that it happened in this country. It's not okay that it happened at all, he said. And yeah, I'm not trying to be a labor stand right now. But again, look at what Peter Dutton said. Look at what, you know, is quoted by Lydia Thorpe. And look at what's being quoted here by Mr. Keog. They're just they're just night and day these, these quotations. I mean, I don't have any control of what the ABC decides to print or to quote from any of these people from senators or anybody up in Canberra, but I do know that you have control over your words. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, just these two statements are just a little bit, I just can't believe it. It's disturbing, pretty weak, man. Australia's domestic spy spy agency, excuse me, ASIO, says far-right terrorism is an enduring threat that is real and growing. But like many things, this government is just burying its head in the sand. Interesting that, interesting that little tidbit there. Yeah, it seems that's been the the DMO for quite some time, but you'll, you'll see what I'm, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about here in just a minute, because I don't want to, I don't want to give away too much. But Let's just go ahead. Let's just keep marching forward. Labor wants the federal government to establish a national anti-racism strategy that adopts a zero tolerance approach to racism. Now I'm all for an and a uh, federal government strategy for, for anti-racism. I think that that should be like, I I don't, I don't see any problems with that being a national, a national call of like any sort that's that's not where my issue lies my issue with this this part of the story here as it's unfolding is where is the community oversight i I guess you just i guess we're just gonna have to see as the whole thing unfolds but i'm just taking that whole thing with a huge huge pinch of salt because you know if you're gonna say previously that that you know federally australia has its head in the sand when it comes to far-right racism and domestic terrorism and then turn around and be but the federal government i really want you guys to establish a national anti-racism strategy, I think this should be the point where the community comes in. You know, this should be something that works in tandem. And I know that's a big call. And I know that it takes a lot of gears to get something like that off the ground. But that's, I just... I guess I'm just tiptoeing past this moment with this hate attack, with this hate crime and and just going forward from it. I'm just, well, what's in the, what's in the future here and what is this strategy going to entail? And if it's not involving, you know, any of, I said, the the nonprofit groups or any of the grassroots groups that have been dealing with this sort of like anti-racism strategy when it comes to schools, when it comes to detention centers and facilities, all these sorts of stuff, right? If it's not including them in the discussion and the policy. In the legislation, all the way up to like the federal implementation, you're going to end up in the same position that you guys were talking about the Azo being in in the first place. It's just going to be this Ouroboros where we need to put together another strategy. Why isn't this helping, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The ABC emailed Attorney General Christian Porter's office for two questions regarding the comments made by Labor and the Greens. He told the ABC to contact four separate ministers for responses, including the Assistant manager, sorry minister to the attorney General who has oversight of the human rights commission then we're we're moving on to the next part of the story here spy agency concerned by a right-wing extremist ASIO and a submission to a federal parliament's joint committee on intelligence and security PJCIS said the threat from right-wing extremists in Australia has increased particularly since the 2019 Christchurch massacre I just wanted to again just put a big bold stop there because I just find this whole thing just so interesting in the moment that, I don't know, just so much data and so much news, so much information just goes by us at light speed. And it's really hard to keep up with a lot of, a lot of things, your day-to-day and your local community news and a global news event, you know, what ended up happening in New Zealand. So I can understand it being far back in your rear view, but the reality of the situation is, is you could turn back and you could still spit on 2019. It was not that long ago. We are in the, as I'm recording this, we're in the first half of, of 2019 it is february we're coming to the end we're closing out february right now as i'm reading this so it's not that it was not that far away and so to just see this like this whirlwind this 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 thing just spinning a little bit harder and a little bit faster you know and just a span of just like a few years and not even a handful just 2019 to 2021 is i think that i think that just i think people should just look at that just shine a spotlight on that and just be you no know, i mean as they're doing here in the story but it's it's a pit it's a pit a pivotal moment. It was a pivotal point in history. It, it, a massacre, you know? So I can understand that being the kickoff in, in two different directions. People trying to understand these sort of mass attacks and these hate and conspiracy theories of the far right. And then also, you know, it being, like I said, a kickoff in the opposite direction where it fueling, it's fueling more of that fire. And they're looking to this guy as like a hero. ASIO remains concerned with the threat posed by small groups of lone actors inspired to conduct an attack, the agency said. And here we have a quote, these threats are difficult to detect and can emerge with little forewarning comforting. Late last year, Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton asked the PJCIS to investigate extremist movements and radicalism in Australia. It followed demands from his labor counterpart, Christina Kennelly, for an inquiry into right wing extremism. ASIO said left wing extremism was not posing much of a threat in Australia. Funny that because this this is this is just interesting because I, I don't want I don't want to make strange bedfellows here. Going into the, this later half of the on the article, I just find that it's interesting where it's you know, we're gonna put this whole thing of left wing extremism not posing much of a threat, and then what they do pose as a threat is still coded in this really interesting way. And like I said, I just wanted to make an inroad about it, but like I guess that that's too much. That's too much of a spoiler. Let's go ahead. Let's move on. Left wing extremism is the support for violence to achieve political outcomes relating to ideologies, including but not limited to anarchism for example ASIO said Okay, funny that yeah aha left-wing extremism is not currently prominent in Australia although there are several overseas groups who attract individuals adhering to an extreme left-wing ideology I'd like a little bit of clarification there if I could what what are you what are you pointing at here buddy what 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 you know what, what is this what is what is this all about what are these uh, several overseas groups who attack individuals adhering to an extreme left-wing Well what are these groups buddy, what could they be, there's just a big mystery there. I can think of one off the top of my head since you're talking about anarchism and overseas groups I can can think of a few but I out of concern for this video being immediately memory hold I will not be saying them but you can just let your mind run wild. Yeah, ASIO last year revealed a dramatic rise in the number of violent right-wing extremists under surveillance while warning some groups were now employing islamic state-style radicalization tactics now what does this mean this is where i was this is interesting what's up with this right what what is this all about what is this little interesting hors d'oeuvre on the plate here because it's it's interesting to me that they, again, let me just, let me just take a, a minute here to just try to break this down a little bit. There are not forms of right-wing style radicalization tactics. They don't have their own pamphlets and propaganda. Like they don't have their own personal flavor of radical attack and, and bombing and shooting and cross burnings and all of this sort of madness i don't understand again I was, this just seems it's like another dog whistle by the asio it just seems like they just can't let go of some of those aspects and they just wanted to be like, oh well, this is still this other kind of this we're just so afraid of this other because yo can you even really tell me in any of these reports what the, what the actual rate of any of these things actually really happening an islamic state style radicalization tactic happening here in australia what what is the likelihood of that i'm assuming you would probably have a more higher chance of being hit with like a refrigerator truck than in one of these events to ever occur but now, as we all know these right-wing attacks by these white identified you know groups these nationalists etc continue to this up and up and up and up and up and then they infiltrate you know they infiltrate you know different different aspects of different social and cultural institutions they inst- they involve themselves like in police force like i mean it's all a part of like their radicalization tactics 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 but then this this is your big enemy this is your big other I just find that interesting you know that they just can't let go of that framing but what do I know there you know I just found it I just found that little wrinkle interesting ASIO Deputy Director General Heather Cook a Senate committee in September, that up to 40% of the agency's counterterrorism efforts were now focused on thwarting violent plots by right-wing groups or individuals. So yeah, that's, that's the story, that's what's going on. That's what's going on here. What did you guys, what did you guys think of it? What did you guys think of the story? Do you think there's anything that I missed? Do you think there's anything that I should've, I should've brought to light about this horrible, just downright, just racist act? What are your thoughts on the whole deal? Let me know in that comment section down below. And as always, thank you guys all so much for coming around checking out this content from the bottom of my heart thank you guys all so much it really it really honestly means the world to me and i'll see you guys all on the next one hey peace